What's going on, everybody, and welcome to 2021. We are so glad that you made it. We are so glad that you're tuning in to the very first episode of 2021. Hunter and I sit down and discuss the topic, press forward. We talk out of Philippians chapter 3, where Paul encourages us to leave the things in the past behind us and reach forward to those things which are ahead. We pray that you're getting ready for a great, great year. And we also talk about uh, our ministry, our kingdom family that my wife, Abby, and I are getting ready to launch in the great city of Tifton, Georgia. So let's jump into this. Bless you guys. What's up, everybody? Thanks for hopping on the South Paul podcast. First and foremost, Happy New Year. Let's go. Stanton, we, we survived 2020. We, made it. we survived. We made it. Um, so thanks, everybody, for hopping on. Uh, Stanton, you have a huge announcement, uh, something big in your life, and I think our listeners would love to hear about it if they don't know already. Yep, yep. So um, Abby and I made our announcement this week that we are building a kingdom family in Tifton, Georgia. It's going to be called Burn Culture, uh, which is actually founded upon Isaiah chapter 4, which was a confirming prophetic word that the Lord reminded me of back in October, where he really solidified in my heart an assignment that the Lord had given Abby and I to create a gathering place for mm. people to come and be refreshed in the presence of God, to build a safe haven and that hosting his presence is to be our primary focus as a kingdom family of believers. And so we're so excited, man, to pioneer a fresh expression of revival in the earth and uh, something that our area in South Georgia, Hunter, I believe um, is really is, is, is in need of. Yeah. And we're excited about that. It's going to be a great dynamic mixture of the presence of God and family. When we look mm. at the Bible, that is God's blueprint for mankind, yeah. for humanity. You know, something that we love is that the very first picture that we see in the scriptures is God putting a family in a garden to mm. do life. We get to the New Testament. The Amen. church is birthed with men of God walking, talking, and doing life together. Yeah. And that is what our desire for burn culture is that we could create a kingdom family of believers that does a kingdom-focused, revival-based lifestyle that walks with an awareness of what we truly have been given, which is the same spirit that rose Christ Jesus from the dead. Yeah. And um, so, man, that's what Pern Culture is going to be. And uh, we would love, before we jump into this episode and, and what we're going to discuss with you guys today, we would love to have you a part of our family, of our of our kingdom family, um, here in Tifton, we have a uh, an exciting event coming up on January the thirty first. Um, it's going to be at six thirty at the station in Tifton, Georgia, and all my Blue Devils know right where that is because everybody loves to eat at Fresco, and that's that's a that's a huge crowd favorite and a place to come and grub. So we're about ten steps down at the station, um, right there next to Fresco where uh, we're just going to be casting vision, sharing our hearts, giving you what the core values of what burn culture is going to be, and uh, and have some coffee and refreshments. So yeah, come have a cup of coffee with us. We'd love to see you. You can register. The link's on my Facebook and uh, and all that. Yeah, man. Man, that's, that's so exciting. Uh, yeah, so if you're in the area, 
January thirty first. Yep. So, um, but let's let's hop in the episode. Um, we, we titled uh, "Pressing Forward." That's right. So, Hunter and I want to talk right out of the gate in the first week of twenty twenty one from the topic of pressing forward. Um, this is is something that Paul speaks about in in uh, four or five verses in Philippians chapter three that we want to read to you guys today because we think that it's so important after coming out of a year like what we just came out of to put to to just kind of evaluate everything to go to the drawing board and and just kind of evaluate what we what is on our hearts and what the Lord is speaking to us about yeah. for 2021 okay it's impossible to do that hunter when we are placing all of our energy in the past yeah 2020 was terrible for a lot of people. Yeah. 2020 was also, you know, drum roll on this one, great for a lot of people. Yeah. And some it was both. Some experienced deaths, deaths of people, deaths of seasons, deaths of circumstances, but new life came. Yeah. Paul even speaks of this. He says, we are to know Christ in the fellowship of his sufferings, but also in the power of his resurrection. So if you are desiring to see God do something new in your life, you ha- there, is a, there is a process, and this is tough, but there is a process of death that we do have to go to. Yeah. If we want something to be resurrected, that's the whole point of revival. Yeah. If something is revived, then we are brought back to life, which means it was dead at one point. I don't believe that we're supposed to live from moment to moment, you know, where we constantly need a reviving, yeah. which is the difference between reviving and revival and renewal. Right. I think both words are great. Actually, the term renewal is actually more, more uh, if you got out of the West, you would hear in, in Christianity at large, you would hear the word renewal more than you heard the word revival. Revival is actually a pretty new word that we've kind of adopted um, here in the West. Although revival is a great word. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not getting away, hey, the Brownsville revival, you know, the Toronto revival, there's so the the Welsh revival yeah. that is so I think it's a great word and we need it. But my point is is that we, we can't live from that place. The scripture says and instructs us that we're to live from glory to glory. So let me read these verses to you. And, and Hunter's got some really good, a really good piece to this that I think is, is really going to encourage you guys. So we're talking about pressing forward. So Philippians chapter 3 verse 12 says, Paul says, not that I have already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. I love that. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. This is where I want to hang our hat for this episode. But one thing I do. Now, we got to hit the pause button for a minute to say this. Watch Paul's language here, guys. Of all the things that the Apostle Paul could instruct us here, this is how he communicates I don't count myself to have gained or seized anything. That's what the word apprehended. If you apprehend something, you seize or you take Mm -hmm. captive something. 
So in other words, he's saying, I have not arrived. I have not gained, I have not seized anything. Yeah. I'm not there. He says, but I do, but one thing I do. And you would think that he would come combat this, Hunter. You'd think he would come off of that, but one thing I do and say an, an, an item or a thing. But this is what he says. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. <laughs> I love that language. And reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Mm. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind yeah. and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us as many as are mature have this in mind. And if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Mm. Hunter, we have a responsibility as a believer, to forget yesterday and to look toward the future, out the windshield, man, of life and everything that God has for us. We are to live with that vision in our hearts. You've got to see it in your heart before you can ever see it with your own eyes. Mm. That is a responsibility that we have as a believer And I want you to jump in here after this. We have to consider the context of of which that Paul was writing here to the church at Philippi. For any of you that have done any theological study to any degree, you will probably know that the church at Philippi and the city of Philippi as a whole was a beautiful city. It was eight miles from the sea, and a lot of people would retire there. Hunter, they would, a lot of them were ex-soldiers, actually, where they would send people to not stir up division in other cities, so they sent them all to Philippi. Yeah. And Philippi was a place where people had a sense that they, they were citizens of that city. So they walked with this kind of air about them, not necessarily in a, in a negative way, but you constantly see the word citizenship. Even in Philippians 3 and verse 20, we see the word citizenship because Paul's writing in such a way that these people will That's right. understand his language. That's right. So what Paul is saying is to them, hey, I know everything because it was beautiful. It was a beautiful little village. It was, it was a beautiful place that you would go to retire. Yeah. You know, that you want to escape from everything and you just want to hang out. Yeah. Philippi was the place that you wanted to be. Yeah. But Paul is saying, but oh no, we can't, we can't live our lives as we have apprehended mm-hmm. or as we have attained or achieved a certain deal where we can no longer live a life of pursuit. He said, no. All of that's great, but I consider it rubbish. Mm. I consider it dung, you know, literally manure. He's saying that's what I consider it to be, but I press forward. So jump in here, man. Yeah, so I mean, I think, and I heard somebody close to me say it recently. They said, if I could go back in the last 5, 10, 20 years, whatever it may be, they said, if I can change one thing, Mm -hmm. I would have changed my perspective. That's good. They said, I would be miles ahead of where I am today. And so I think a lot of times, man, that's it, where your mind's at, where your perspective's at. And so when we were discussing this earlier, I, I was brought to a, a revelation I had based in um, 
when I was doing a study of John chapter 21, but it's actually in John 18 when Peter, he denies Jesus three times. And so um, I'm sure if you went to Sunday school or if you grew up in church, you probably heard any time the rooster crowed, Peter was reminded of him denying Christ. So he's right. carrying that guilt with him. Right. And so when I was doing this study of John chapter 21, it was like, okay, the rooster crows what? In the morning. Now, the rooster also crows at night, but with the rooster crows in the morning. So the first thing each day, almost, quote unquote, the first thought Peter could have was, I screwed up. Yeah. Yesterday. My mistake from yesterday. Putting myself back in yesterday. You know, in Lamentations 3, 23, it says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Man. So instead of walking in the revelation of this new mercy every single morning, he was reminded of yesterday. Uh-huh. I'm reminded of the old things. I can't mm-hmm. focus on the new, what the Lord is putting in front of me now because I'm sold on yesterday. Come on. Hey, man, and the children of Israel had the problem. Like The Lord was providing new bread to them mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to live on yesterday's bread. He's going to provide something new today. So... I think ultimately, man, what is if if you can change anything, you can't change yesterday. Yeah, you can't change what happened yesterday. That's but right. You can change your perspective, correct, and where your mindset as at is today and moving forward, correct. And so I think coming right out of the gate for twenty twenty one, that was the the first point, uh, the the first topic that we wanted to to elaborate on a little bit with you guys is those of you that are listening to say. Regardless of what, because you can't say 2020 was terrible for everybody. You also can't say that it was great for everybody. Yeah. I can say that it was the weirdest year. <laughs> yeah. Man. It was, I mean, it was like anything I have ever seen. Yeah. I heard the bishop, T.D. Jake, said, I've lived through Jim Crow. I've lived through slavery. I've lived through, you know, I've, I've experienced uh, when, they sh- when they assassin. Uh, uh, MLK? Yeah, when they, I, I was there. You know, and I lived through all of these things, and he even said, and Bishop's got to be in his sixties, and he said, uh, he said, but I've never seen anything like this. Mm-hmm. So I think that puts into perspective somebody who's got a, a large world view and perspective, who's yeah. seeing the world on a national scale. That goes to show you, man, we did have one heck of a year. Yeah, I mean, so much happened from the impeachment of President Trump to. The, to the, the death of Armand Arbery and George Floyd, to the, all of the racial tension that that stirred up, yeah. the, the coronavirus, yeah. you know, we came out of all of that. So how easy would it be to take all of that out of 2020 and try to carry it into 2021? And friend, we just want to encourage you to, today to say this, the coronavirus might be here for a while. That's got to have to be okay. Mm. Nick Saban, the head football coach, Alabama, go dogs, but in this case, you know, we're going to talk about Go yeah. balls, but, you know. So Nick Saban says you either adapt or you die. Mm. I, I just think, man, that that puts so much in perspective. Every day that you wake up, we got to live with what you just quoted out of Lamentations. His mercies every day are new for us. Yeah. Every single day is an opportunity to seize the moments, to seize your family, to seize the day. You cannot do that 
if you are exasperated with yesterday. Yeah. You cannot do that if all of your energy, all of your time, and all of your attention about what you wish would have happened. I see so many people, Hunter, that are hung up on something that happened 20 years ago. And the stench of death and the aroma of the past follows them everywhere. You know, everybody loves the Charlie Brown movies. And uh, Pigpen, you know, was one of the characters in Charlie Brown. (laughs) And he had this this stench of dirt around (laughs) him. And everywhere he went... It was like that's how people identified Pigpen. I yeah. mean, my gosh, his name is Pigpen. <laughs> yeah. And that and when he came around, you knew, you know? And so that type of mindset and that type of negativity and that type of thinking will suck the life out of a room. It'll suck the life out of a ministry. It'll suck the life out of a business. It can suck the life out of anything, yeah. Hunter, you know? And so we want to encourage you to press forward in the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. God's plans for you are more than you can see now and that are better what you can ever ask, think, dream, or imagine. He is a God of Ephesians 3 that wants to do exceedingly or abundantly above all that you could ever ask, think, dream, or imagine. Don't be Peter. You don't have to be Peter and dwell on what happened yesterday. I think you did a beautiful job of describing that, man. Um, one more time, I'll leave you with this, and we'll pray for you guys, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Mm-hmm. I don't count myself to apprehend it, but one thing I do, the only thing that I do, and it's my responsibility as a leader, as a son of God, and as a believer, forgetting those things which are behind. God, I love that, man. And reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. The prophet says in chapter 43 of Isaiah, don't consider the past. Come on, literally, he says yeah. that. Don't even consider the ways of old in the past. Yeah. For I am doing a new thing. That business that you've been carrying in your heart, man, 2021 could be the year that that gets off the ground. Yeah. That longing to build a kingdom family, to, to launch a church, to build something in the earth, uh, a container for God's spirit to dwell, that could be in your heart. 2021 could be the year that that happens for you. 2021 can be the year that your marriage gets strengthened, your home gets peace back in it. Come on. This can be your day, your year. Make it your year. You can have as much of God, friend, that you want. So Hunter, why don't you pray? Why don't you pray for us tonight and we'll close. God, we thank you and we love you. We thank you for a new year, a new opportunity, um, and new mercies over our life. Uh, we ask and we pray that this reaches and this touches anybody who's listening. Um, and hey, it, it has a change in their heart and a shift in their perspective to say, "Hey, God, your mercies are new every day." And I'm not I'm not held up or hanging on to yesterday. Yes, but Lord. I want to move forward in that. Yes, God, let let us focus on the upward calling of Christ Jesus. Yes, God, we ask and we 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 ask and we pray that 2021 is completely different than 2020 in in the in the aspect of focusing on the negative, focusing on all this other stuff, but the main focus is being in you and your Son. Yes. This is in your precious and holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name. Bless you guys. If you want to come and join us at our launch party on the 31st, come and hang out with us and come hear the vision for Burn Culture. Bless you guys.